surrounded by all of my sweaters that I probably won't have to wear for a couple more months because it's really hot in San Francisco and it's really hot in this closet. Uh, but I wanted to take a break from our regularly scheduled programming to talk a little bit about what's happening because um, there's a lot happening um, on Twitter over the past couple of days. There has been a lot of back and forth about a lot of the disparities in competition and how then that conversation really spiraled outside of the realm in which it was intended and kind of, I would say, bogarted by a lot of people, um, which is unsurprising. That often happens. It's uh, what I call my uh, cold brew theory, where if you talk about something like gender or race, no one's listening, but like you replace any of the words like gender or race with cold brew, then suddenly everyone is listening. Um, so unsurprising, but at the same time, a lot of people were really hurt by a lot of the interactions that went down. Um, people were called names, people were called bullies, which was absolutely unacceptable. And I wanted to share some of my thoughts about how we can all, or excuse me, not how we can all, how I can, and maybe this will help others, um, can be better at not allowing people to say horrible things about people of marginalized groups. So first of all, I was thinking a lot about the word bully and the people who were called bullies when they were absolutely correct and absolutely brave and and righteous to stand up for things that mattered. Um, I was thinking about what are some antonyms for bullying? Um, I would say crusader, um, visionary, leader, advocate, um, hero. Um, been more accurate to describe the two women that I'm thinking of, um, Michelle Johnson and Tamika Lawrence, uh, for standing up and saying that we can't let our preconceived notions of what's important derail conversations. Um, and I think Michelle tweeted something really brilliant that that really made me kind of shudder, which was that whiteness is about being able to take issues that are important to people of marginalized groups, um, specifically people of color, and derail them towards issues that are suddenly applicable to white people. So taking the conversation that was happening on Twitter, which was specifically about lack of representation in competition and judging panels um, at the barista competition level, and then making it about issues that suddenly affect, that are suddenly applicable to white people as well, um, with the conversation kind of going to beta blockers and, you know, the use of doping and all of this, all of this crazy stuff that I kind of went to. And for me, for a minute, the conversation was really confusing and I didn't really know how to wrap my head around it. But watching them fight with such conviction and strong words that were 100% correct and then being told by others that they were being bullies was pretty disgraceful. Um, and it was a moment that was disappointing to hear. So for anyone who's listening, please listen to them. Um, Michelle just released her talk about intersectionality at SCA on the I Brew My Own Coffee podcast. So stop listening to this and go listen to that. 
Um, I brew my own coffee. You can find it on iTunes as well. It's a great podcast um, where people are interviewed about all the great things that they're doing in coffee. And it's definitely an example that I look to when I think about how I want to structure this podcast and what's important to me as well. Another thing that kind of made me think about making this episode and talking about these issues is showing up for other people. I think it's hard to put yourself out there sometimes and be an advocate, but at the same time, it shouldn't, it, it shouldn't even be a second thought. And for some, it's easier. Obviously, it's easier for extroverts more than introverts to really put yourself out there and kind of put yourself in the line of fire to fight. And I wish I wish I were seeing more men fight when I again, when I have these conversations with other people, with women, with people of marginalized groups, I feel like I keep seeing the same people and the same voices over and over and over. And I want these conversations to really reflect all of the diversity within the coffee community, not just people who are affected by issues of discrimination, but people who, you know, actively participate within the system and benefit from positions of privilege. And that's hard. I get that. I understand that. There's a humbling moment where you realize that when you're talking to people about the issues that affect them, it is 100% not about you. So just fucking listen to them and don't be a dick. That's as simplistic as I can put that, I guess. But yeah, listen, just listen. Um, There's so, this whole Twitter thing made me think like, why is it that people get so defensive when someone else shares their real lived experience and maybe even points to you to say that you are engaging in a gendered or racist argument or structure in a way that's benefiting you. When people call you out about that, you should be thankful because if you're have if you're holding in this ugly thought about how the world works, if someone else doesn't call you out about it, then it's just there and it's just lingering. And it's it's not an easy lesson to learn on your own. So you should be grateful that someone has taken the time to sacrifice their own emotional well-being to tell you, hey, you're doing a thing that hurts me. Um, and thinking about that statement, thinking about somebody calling you out and saying to you that something that you do hurts them is so so vulnerable of that person to say this hurts and i think for myself um because i can only reflect on the way that i've internalized how to process these things and how to move forward and how to be okay being embarrassed for a moment but to move on and to do better um it's okay to be vulnerable um that's one of the reasons why I'm in here right now is to be vulnerable because I've been wrong before um, a lot and I feel like I'm still wrong a lot of the days that I am interacting in the coffee Twitter sphere. I was wrong initially about my reaction to the beta blockers thing, for example. I have been wrong about my assessment of other people around me. I am quick to judge and super critical and 
the most peace I have found and the most happiness I've found and the most equity I have found within myself and interacting with others is by being vulnerable and really reflecting on the reasons I react the way that I do um, and being non-defensive about the wrong that I do, if that makes sense. Taking an argument and saying, hey, you're wrong about this and being like, yeah, that's that's right. I am wrong. And how do I move on as opposed to being defensive and put, putting up a barrier to progress? Because that's what defensiveness is. Defensiveness is a barrier to progress. So to everyone out there that's fighting and to everyone who feels like being called something like racist or sexist is ugly it is ugly and if it's not called out then that ugliness still lives inside of you um and i hope that we at boss barista can help remove some of that ugliness um i'm working on removing the ugliness inside of me every day um and it's not all gone there's still times where i know that i could be doing better and there are times that i know that i'm not listening to everyone's voice and i could be doing better and there are times when I read emails and it hurts that someone has told me that I'm not doing this well enough or I'm not doing that, but that's okay. That's, that's okay. Because it hurts more to be a person receiving that action, to be receiving, to be a part of a community that doesn't listen to you hurts more. To be part of a community that won't promote you and to know that you're talented, that hurts more than the moment that you're told that you're hurting someone else. So I'm not really sure where I I meant to, to end on this, um, but I just felt like I needed to stand up for the people in my community who are doing really amazing work. Um, again, specifically Tamika and Michelle, who I continue to learn from every day and who I have not been the best advocate for, um, and I still don't feel adequately equipped to help as much as I as I can but I have this platform I have this phone I have my mini recording studio closet and I'm going to use it to make voices heard so please listen to Michelle and Tamika Michelle's Twitter account is always filled with amazing insights about how whiteness and coffee really unfolds and how people don't really have to think about it if they're white um, because that's privilege. That's what privilege looks like. So follow them. Don't bug them. They don't owe you anything. But just read other people's thoughts. Listen to other people. Again, listen to that intersectionality panel from SCA right now. Um, Barista Nation's hosting a panel on intersectionality too, which is a shame that it's just like these one or two panels that we do as opposed to like these nuanced you know, we could have a whole SCA just about intersectionality and coffee. We could really break down so many things that are happening on every level of the coffee supply chain. And yet we're condensed to these small little nuggets of of getting out all these huge issues out. Um, and finally, just show up, men, please. Um, it's disappointing to see that the people who often show up to these panels and to these events are often the people who obviously don't have all the answers because everyone still has privilege in some ways and still some ugliness they carry inside of them. 
but to the people who benefit the most from our patriarchal, you know, anti-black society, these are the people who aren't showing up. Um, and that kind of sucks. Um, I would love to see more men showing up. I would love to not have to do this podcast. I would love to talk about coffee. I would love to just talk about coffee. That would be cool as fuck. Um, but there are things that are more important to making coffee equitable and making coffee fair for everyone else. And until more people start talking about that, then we're going to keep doing it. Again, I'm, I'm a little bit at a loss for where to go on this because I feel I feel tired and I feel confused and I feel like I have a lot to absorb and I'm hoping that I get to hear from you guys and hear what you think and share your stories and use this truly as a platform for others to elevate their voices. So with that, I'm going to sign off because now I'm just rambling and now I'm just sitting in a dark closet by myself. Again, please share your thoughts and your feelings with us at Boss Barista Podcast. We're at that boss barista podcast at gmail.com boss barista podcast is our instagram handle boss underscore barista is our twitter handle you can reach us on any one of those platforms um we're hoping to do a real real breakdown of usbc and the structures in which we're not allowing people of different backgrounds to succeed so we're going to talk to coaches and we're going to talk to judges hopefully so if you have any questions for anyone, please send us uh, those questions. I'm really looking forward to hearing from all of you. And I'm also looking forward to being critiqued as well. Um, obviously not looking forward to it, but I'm open and ready to be critiqued because I should be. And we all should be ready for that because in again, in us all exist ugliness that is perpetuated by our privilege. And to unpack that completely requires a lot of work, but that's okay. Do the work. We're here to support you and we're here to help. So with that, this is Ashley. This is another mini episode of Boss Barista. Listen to people around you, ask questions and elevate the voices of the people whose voices haven't been heard before. I'll see you guys soon.